Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. It's Monday night in Snohomish County. That means it's time for Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Today's show brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete, Move Fitness, The Shop Tire Pros, Buzz In Steakhouse, Judd and Black Appliance, Chevrolet of Everett, The Law Office of Russell and Hill, by Procure Mortgage, and by Screen Printing Northwest. And how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing much better now. I had to do a little uh, a technical shift there right as your uh, intro was going on. I couldn't hear you. You can see my lips move, but I, you well, can hear me? I could hear you. We're, we're on different sides of the glass. The door is open, so I could hear you from afar. Uh-huh. But I was trying to push every button I could figure out, and I uh, finally thought, oh, there it is. And then I pushed the right button, and... There's Tom Lafferty doing the intro, so woo! That was close. Hi, Tom. There you go. Hi. I was not, that's going to be a long show if we're going to do it that way. But <laughs> you have to shout from the other room. Yeah, pretty much. Tom, what did you say? I talk loud enough as it is. But. Well, why don't you shout and tell us who's on the show tonight? Shall we? Yeah, yeah. we're uh, we're going to talk some basketball tonight. We'll, we'll talk about other sports here in just a moment, but okay. let's talk about our lineup tonight. It's basketball heavy, and why not? We, uh, we just got done with district action Heading to the state tournament. Mm-hmm. They're calling it state now, too, right? I used to yes, think they sir. put regionals on there, but they kind of got rid of the word regionals. The state tournament is starting this week. Not the Tacoma Dome, not the Yakima Sun Dome, not Spokane Arena, but the state tournament is starting this week. And we're going to talk to three coaches who each need to pick up a victory this week to get to one of those three places we just mentioned. We're going to hear from Seth Dodge uh, in our second segment of the show tonight. He is the girls basketball coach for Lake Stevens, first-year head coach over there at his alma mater. We're then going to talk to Nick Brown. He had a nice weekend. The Arlington Eagles boys basketball coach, they knocked off Mount Lake Terrace on Saturday night, a game you and I were both attending and we both worked at. Yep. Arlington Eagles picking up the victory there. So we're going to talk to Nick about his Eagles basketball team. And then a coach we haven't had on before, a school that I don't think we've really talked to in the past. We've Tried to set up interviews with him before, and they just didn't quite work out. But this time we're hoping it changes. Uh, Sean Sanchi, who is the boys' basketball coach for Tulalip Heritage. Oh, nice. They're the uh, the number nine seed in the 1B uh, classification of the state. Sanchi, by the way, also a former player over there. Looked like, just from Googling some things and looking it up, he had a pretty nice career over there as well. So now he's coaching at his alma mater. They've got a chance to punch their ticket to get to the uh, to Spokane over the weekend. So talk to all three of those coaches. By the way, Nick and Sean, the lot, uh, the two coaches we'll talk to there, right. they play back-to-back on uh, on Saturday, I guess you'd call it afternoon, evening. Yeah. It was at 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So if you want to you'll listen to these two coaches, you can then go watch their two teams play back-to-back on Saturday over at Arlington High School to see if they can get to their uh, – respected ultimate state tournaments, if you will. Today's show brought to you by Marysville Toyota, Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Blue Dental and Wellness, Dave and Busters, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, Glass by Lund, Everett Bona Joint, and by Kia of Everett. Yeah, and before, like I said, before we go on and before we actually yeah. do the interviews tonight, I thought we should cover some things that went over, which took place over the weekend, and I'm actually frantically pulling some of this up as we speak because I forgot my sheet at home, but... Um, we crowned some state champions over this past oh, yeah. weekend. Yep. Swimming and wrestling both had their state finals. And I do want to point out that the plan as of right now, tentative plan, 
And we've done things like this in the past, but we've been a little more rushed to do it. In fact, in some nights we would have done it on this particular night. Right. It just right. didn't make a lot of sense. But I think we're going to try in the next couple of weeks to have a champion show. All of the uh, the local Snohomish athletes, Snohomish County athletes who win state championships, mm-hmm. try to bring them in here one night on a Monday night and just kind of talk to them about their experiences. We crowned quite a few state champions over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, first of all, swimming. Three guys who we had in this studio just last week all won state championships over the weekend. So there's no curse. There, there is no curse. No, there is not. We've, I think we've established that in okay. the past. We've had a few times where they've, uh, we're not Sports Illustrated, so we don't have to worry about that. But <laughs> last weekend we had three uh, Lake Stevens swimmers in here, along with their coach Brady Diecraft, and those three swimmers were all part of a relay team uh, that won a state championship in the 200 free. Camden Blevins Moore. Corin Coe and Samuel Lamb, the three of them teamed up with Sebastian Erickson to win the 200 free relay. Oh, by the way, I think it's, what, two juniors, a sophomore, and a freshman. Yeah. So they'll have a chance next year. And then they, uh, those th- same three guys that we had in here last week also teamed up with Connor Weldon, who's a senior, and they finished sixth in the 200 medley relay. And, oh, by the way, I uh, I kind of left the, left the best for last year. Camden Blevins-Moore, who we just mentioned, who won the 200 relay, Took sixth in the 200 medley. He also won two individual events. So he won three state championships over nice. the weekend. So, yeah, great. Uh, good job for him. He won the 100 fly, and he won the 50 free. He finished 16th last year in the 100 fly, so that's a huge leap there. And, again, he's only a junior. So congratulations to the Lake Stevens swimmers. We want to give them a nice shout-out. Also, Evan Wold, who is a swimmer for Archbishop Murphy, he's also a junior. He won the 100 breaststroke in the 1A-2A state classification, so Mm -hmm. getting Murphy a state championship there, and he finished second place in the 100 butterfly. So uh, nice job for those guys, and we should also point out Lake Stevens as a team took the fifth place. Uh, I don't know if that's a trophy or a ribbon or whatever it is, but they finished fifth at state. So not not a bad week at all down there in, in Federal Way, and congratulations to anybody who got to be a part of that. It's always special to qualify for state and to get to swim down there whether it's in the prelims on Wednesday or Thursday or if you ultimately make it to the finals on sat- Saturday. Yeah. Very very uh, cool accomplishment. So we want to shout out to all of them and then on the wrestling side of things, six state champions. Six? Six. Count them six. One for the girls and uh three of the six by the way won state championships last year and we had them on our show last year in different uh, different times. And the other three Mm-hmm. took second place last year, so they all got to avenge a state championship loss and won a championship, so pretty cool. So I know uh, Carrie Ann Baldwin from Glacier Peak became only the second Snohomish County female wrestler ever to win three state championships. Okay. Olivia White, who we've had on the show multiple times from Marysville Pilchuck, wrestling at Iowa who's now. now wrestling at Iowa, yep. she did the same thing. So Carrie Ann Baldwin uh, won her weight classification. Uh, congratulations to her. We'll look forward to trying to catch up with her again. What's even better about that, by the way, and this was pointed out in the Herald's article, she's also a two-time academic state champion for wrestling. Very nice. Get it done on the mat and off the mat. We love to see that. So that's a pretty cool story. And then I'm looking at the boys right here. How about we'll mention these three names first. Uh, Gil Mossberg uh, from Glacier Peak. We had him on the show last year. Mm -hmm. Took second. His dad, Brian's the head coach at Glacier Peak. Gil got a state championship this year in the 150-pound category for Glacier Peak. Arlington's Dustin Baxter took the 3A 165-pound category. Lake Stevens' Cohen Mattern won the 4A 215-pound category. And again, all three of them took second place last year, so that was great. 
And then on the boys' side of things, Connor Ani, who is the 4A 285-pounder, also a pretty darn good football player, yep. uh, he took his second straight state championship. And sophomore Trey Haynes from Arlington, who we met in the studio last year as well, uh, he's the 157-pounder, and he won his second state championship as a sophomore. They're just bringing home the hard work. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, and we've always had strong wrestling programs up here. We know that. But until you get out there and you have them go out to Matt Classic, Matt Classic 35, by the way, XXXV. Wow. Your Roman numerals there. <laughs> until you actually have them get out there, you never know. So no. the fact that we had six Snohomish County wrestlers get state championships. So it was a big weekend all around. It was pretty neat to see those guys do their thing. And, again, if anybody's out there listening – we're going to aim for maybe two weeks from tonight. Might well, be three gotta, weeks. but Yeah, we got to get basketball out of the way. Yeah, of. we're going to get basketball out of the way, but uh, we might hopefully we'll bring maybe a basketball team in here too if they win a title. But, there again, six of these guys, six um, wrestlers, five different swimmers, numerous state championships over the weekend. Way to, way to go, Wesco. Way to go, Snohomish County. We're, we're proud of you. Nice. Nice. That's good. You want to talk some basketball tonight? Sure. Okay, we're going to do that coming up next. Again, uh, Lake Stevens Vikings girls, they won the 4A championship this year. Had a little stumble in the bi-district tournament. They almost didn't make it out of there, but they uh, waited till the very last day and clinched their spot, and they're going to be playing this coming week, and we're going to talk to their head coach, Seth Dodge. And we'll do that next. Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. Driving your brand new car is incredibly fun, but what about the buying process? Well, Kia of Everett believes that when you're buying a car, it should be simple, easy, and fun. And to celebrate this, February is Sweetheart Month at Kia of Everett, and you're invited. Come see us, have some candy hearts, and take a test drive in your favorite new Kia. If you love it, choose a paper heart and flip it over to see your deal. Up to $500 off on your new Kia. Sweet. Kia of Everett. Simple. Easy. Fun. Visit KiaOfEverett.com for details. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks dr timberman here from blue dental wellness where smiles come to life say goodbye to dental blues and hello to blue dental our personalized dentistry approach is customized to your unique needs we've got the friendliest staff the latest tech and a vibe that'll make you forget you're at the dentist don't go another day wishing you had a better smile make your appointment today visit us at bluedentalwellness.com that's B-L-U dentalwellness.com. Blue Dental Wellness, we're here for your smile. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, SmokyPointConcrete.com. 
KRKO is back. Football may be over, but the fun and good times roll on at David Buster's at the Elderwood Mall in Linwood. Seattle Kraken, they're still in action. Great golf like the Masters is on the horizon. And, of course, David Buster's is your March Madness headquarters, too. And you can watch it all on David Buster's 40-foot wow wall. Watch, eat, drink, and play. Now that's what I call living the good life. David Buster's at the Elderwood Mall in Linwood and online at davidbusters.com. That's davidbusters.com. Prep Sports Weekly continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. How about them Vikings? How about those Vikings indeed? And this guy right here, he coaches them Vikings. Not only that, he's an alum of Lake Stevens High School. Gets to coach at his alma mater and getting to take them to a state championship uh, tournament here coming up this week. Seth Dodge from Lake Stevens joining us right now. Coach, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. No, absolutely. Well, welcome to the show, I should say. It's your first year at Lake Stevens. I We never quite got around, I think, to having you when you were at Getchell for a few years there. So uh, finally getting you on right now. First of all, I guess just the uh, standard question, How is how's your number one been for you at the alma mater? Uh, it's been awesome. It's been so nice being back, uh, just knowing the community, knowing the, the alum that have come before, um, being able to kind of tap into those resources of what it's like to be around and, and be here and uh, just just the family atmosphere. I've been been blessed to, to be back there. And um, I mean, the girls are fantastic. Uh, it, it's just been super fun for us. And I'm guessing, did, did Randy give you a little heads up when he was deciding to Take off to Issaquah. There's, hey, your your job's at the alma mater is about to open yeah. up. You might want to apply. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the he was one of the few uh, people. I mean, I had quite a few people reach out to me and tell me I needed to to apply for it, and he was one of them. And uh, Brian Hill from Glacier Peak told me I needed to apply for it, plus a few other people, and um, Iverson from the boys' side, and just people wanting to see, you know, an alum uh, an alum back being back at the school um, that has been a part of the basketball community. So, yeah, there, there's a few people that reached out to me about it. Yeah, and you get to take over a team that not only are they uh, they're good, but they're young. You only have three seniors on this team. Uh, I know you were around the program already as it was, so tell us a little bit about this team. Give us you know, a little overview as to who the Lake Stevens Vikings are this year before we start talking about the accomplishments and what's coming up this week. Yeah, I mean, our – our you know bread and butter is that we are attacked down low and it starts with our post and you know we have Nisa that Nisa Ellis she's going to Westminster next year and she's been selected for all state games already and uh, she, she's a great post to have that we can uh, work around and and like you said she, she's uh, one of our three seniors and, and Cameron Wentz is another one who she's I think ten ten steals away from the the season record for steals in a season. Um, and so hopefully we have a couple more games to get her over that. Um, but just super smart, great kids that love the school and love the community. Um, and then, like you said, we're, we're young after that. Um, you know, our starting five has a, a junior, a sophomore, and a freshman all, all going at it. Um, and then coming off the bench, you know, our other senior, Ava, has she's a, probably one of the best team players I've ever met. Um, just loves being a part of it. And I can put her in at any time of the game, know that she's ready to go, and she's willing to fight for her girls. Um, and Addie Baker as well, just a junior that 
loves her teammates and has so much energy for us. Um, Tessa Anastasi coming off the bench too. I can't I can't speak enough about how amazing our bench is. They they just love to be a part of it and and are ready anytime. I can I can put one through you know eleven in and they want to go and they're they're willing to battle for the person next to them. By the way, and I, I don't need to tell you this. You grew up in the area, so you already know. But pretty storied program you've got there. The fact that Wentz is getting that close to a steals record in a single season—that's that's nothing to sneeze about there. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she last year either depending on who you talk to, either tied or broke the single game record with twelve or thirteen steals. Um, it just depends on who who uh, statted the steal or not. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she she just has a knack for the ball, and and even more so, she's at 105 steals on the season, um, and beyond that, she's probably got over a hundred. Like I don't know if you would call it steals assisted, but she just deflects the ball right to right to her teammates, and we we get so many steals. Kira, and you know, we have a ton of steals, or Griffin has a ton of steals just because. Cam's right there and is able to, uh, you know, knock it away. And those other girls are always ready and know that what she's going to do. Well, and let's talk about your season here a little bit in terms of the last few games. Now, first of all, Tom, you broadcasted the game against right. Kamiak on Thursday the 15th, so just four days ago here. And, and did I hear this correctly? Our, our friend Joel Boyer might have given us a little intel on this one, Seth. Was that the anniversary of you uh, playing in a game on KRKO? <laughs> yeah, that was that was when I was a senior. We uh, we were able to uh, have KRKO there in the old gym. They were sitting at the very top, and I remember walking into the gym with my mom and saw them there and said, "I'm going to be the player of the game." And went out there and we won a double overtime game against uh, Woodway that night. And yeah, I was uh, honored with the player of the game that night. You know, your mom's a hundred dollar bill did help. You know, well, I'm fine with that. She. <laughs> She knows how, who to give it to, I guess. <laughs> Those She's shirts aren't back. worth that much, are they? <laughs> right. did, did, did you get a shirt and do you still have it? Or did you guys have shirts I, back then, Tom? Yeah. I did get a shirt and it's out in the uh, with my uh, keepsake shirts. My, my wife made me put it out there. She said it was a little too old for me to keep wearing. But <laughs> she, yeah. Does it still fit? That's still the big thing. It. It, yeah, it does still fit. Nicely done. Hey, enjoy that while you can. I may not last forever. I can tell That's you that. Right. We're a little older than you, so we can say that. Well, Speaking of the Cambia game, I hate to bring up a bad memory, but uh, Bella Hassan kind of went off that night. Uh, 40 points against you guys, a team that you had beaten twice already. Forced you to have to play that extra game on Saturday to get into this tournament, and you certainly took care of business with a 38-point victory. Um, Just tell us a little bit about this team and where they stand right now in terms of how are you feeling. You had a tough loss to Bothell last week in the first round of of the Bi-District Tournament. I guess takeaways from the tournament and how much preparation has that enabled you to have to get ready for Skyview this week? Yeah, the uh, you know the Bothell game was uh, one that we played with a lot of emotions, and it was a very intense game, super fun to be a part of. Obviously, we didn't come out on the side we wanted to, but we learned some lessons there of what we needed to you know improve and, and work on. Um, and then coming into Kamiak, we kind of uh, we we weren't completely focused on what we needed to do, um, and and kind of lost the game plan of who their best player was and Bella's amazing. I, I, that kid is fantastic. She is so fun to watch. Um, you know, I think she's going to Southern Utah next year and she, she's, they got a good one coming out of her. She can score the ball like no other. And she's, I, the play that, you know, sticks out to me was Nisa had a breakaway and Bella came around the back and blocked her into the, the wall there. And that, that, 
kind of play, that's a heavy play from her not to foul and to be able to be athletic enough to get back on that. Um, but we, we, you know, going, going forward, we, we were able to flush it and have some good conversations, especially after that bobble loss. Um, and then, honestly, against Newport, we just went, hey, we're just going to play our game and uh, do what we do, which is apply pressure, um, you know, play the inside game. But Nisa did a great job. She had 21 points, 19 rebounds, and 8 assists in that game and um, just absolutely played her game. And, and Kira getting her feet down and being able to shoot it. Um, you know, the, I, we have very uh, athletic girls that know how to play the game of basketball. Um, and when we play it together, you see us go on the, the runs like we did against Glacier Peak or against what, what we did against Newport um, in the bi-district tournament. Um, when we when we kind of lose our ways, when we uh, end up having lower scoring games, um, in which not many teams have been able to force us to do so far this year. And so we, we've been able to learn those lessons going into, you know, hopefully a long state tournament run. So you, you go into Sunday not knowing where you're going to be put. Uh, you end up getting the number nine seed. And I always like to ask this to the coaches. It's always kind of fun to see where, where their uh, their mind was or how close they were to predicting it. But what were your thoughts that, that morning when you woke up? Did you think you were going to maybe sneak into the, the top eight? Did you kind of think you were going to be right around where you ended up? Uh, any surprises when it came out? Yeah, I, you know, we were, we were, I was very hopeful that we would end up in the seven or eight spot just to be able to say that we were there. But I was, I was pretty convinced we were going to be at that nine or ten um, location where we ended up um and, and you know then i woke up and i saw matt evans of evans ranking have us seated down at 13th and that one kind of put a <laughs> and i was i was sweating the rest of the day because i was i was saying we we you know our body of work shows that we are a pretty dang good team um and you know we ended up being at that nine spot so then it was um you know we were com- I was pretty convinced we were going to be nine, and then it was okay. So we're we're nine. How far are they going to still make us travel? Are we going to have to go to Issaquah or down to Renton or something for a game, or um, you know wherever that was? Um, but we were we were honestly super fortunate and uh, get to play up at Arlington um, on Friday night. So we we get kind of got a nice draw in that sense too. Uh, we didn't know if we were going to have Skyview or. Uh, West Valley, or even maybe a Kentwood or Kamiak even. I didn't, we didn't, just didn't know who who they would uh, see where. Um, and Kamiak winning against uh, Eastlake, beating Eastlake on Saturday, definitely helped us kind of cement where we were and, and who we get to play. That certainly gave Wesco a little more respect. I think bumped you guys up there. You're right. Yeah, I was also looking at the Matt Evans uh, rankings there, so I think we were – both kind of on, along the same wavelength, so I'm glad that Matt didn't have that one quite right. But well, <laughs> yeah. well, so the number 16 seed, the team that's considered to be the team that just snuck into the tournament, is Skyview. That's who your opponent's going to be. What do we know about them? Um, they have a couple good guards. Uh, you know, we we've started watching film, and I've had some of my coaching friends in the community um, kind of give me their scouting reports. Um, they they have a couple good guards, uh, good little lefty. Uh, number fifteen. That she she can score it. She can get to the hoop. Um, so we'll need to take her away. We're they have a a good freshman who looks to be kind of the real deal, especially going forward. They just play in such a tough conference down there with uh, Camus and and even Union, who you know I'm pretty I'm sure um, Gary's not too thrilled with the end result that they had on Saturday. Um, they lost. To, they end up losing to Kentwood for the last team in the state kind of thing. 
Um, but they, you know, playing against Camus is no easy task. They are they are the real deal down there. Um, they they have some length. They'll they'll pressure the ball and they'll try to uh, force a lot of tough shots late in the shot clock. They want to play games that are down in the fifties, where we when we are super successful, we're up in the you know low seventies, even into the eighties sometimes. Um, so it'll just definitely be uh, who who prepares for the the team ahead of them and who can you know, control and dominate their game plan in that sense. Okay, so we did want to ask you two more things before you go. First of all, not as much of a question, as, but a chance for you to kind of give a shout-out. Talk about your coaching staff. Again, first year as the head coach there, so some familiar names working with you. Talk about them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, Brandon Newby is our, our C-team coach and, and helps me out. And, you know, um, I, I'll tell, I'll, I tell this to Brandon all the time that I am only keeping him along so I can uh, have – his son Jordan come and coach with me someday too. Um, I coached Jordan when I was the boys coach and he was probably one of my favorite players I ever got to coach. Um, but he, you know, Brandon brings nine years of varsity experience coaching at Linwood and down in California. Um, just a super smart guy, super, super headsy, uh, understands the moment gets the, he, he actually had our pregame speech before the Newport game and, and just, really good to have that kind of experience that's willing to sit in that third chair um, and, and not try to take the moment and understand exactly what we need from him at all times. Very encouraging to the girls. Um, knows the, he, he actually, the Tupua sisters, mom may coached with him and they went to high school together. So they, he has a longstanding relationship with them and um, it just, he's able to connect with those two and, I mean, a lot of the girls as well, because his daughter's a junior uh, in our program. Um, she played on JV this year, and they're just two good good kids. Or um, and and uh, Brandon's just super knowledgeable about what we need to do. Um, plus, he went to the the college I went to. We're both Northwest University alumni, so that, that's always nice to be able to reflect on. Um, and then Marcus Merrifield is uh, again super super knowledgeable, coached at. You know, varsity coach at Meadowdale has been with Blake Stevens for a number of years. Um, I don't even know at this point. Probably, probably five or six years being the JV coach. Um, you know, grew up over in Spokane in the hotbed of Spokane hoops, which is insane to to have a coach be able to know the state basketball that well. Um, and just again, super. It, it's been super fun to have two coaches that are varsity coaches, varsity experienced coaches that have led their own programs and they have insight that I might not have. And he, they, they push back on me when I need it. And, but they're also completely bought into what our, our goals are and how we want to accomplish them. And I think they are two, um, two huge reasons why we've been so successful because they have different knowledge and are able to coach the game and teach the game at such a high level. The girls have been able to respond really well to them. And they knew the, the, you know, the girls knew Marcus and Brandon, before the season even started. Um, and so that was always nice, too, that they had that familiarity um, with our team, that they could go to, to Maryfield or Newby about any of the problems, anything that they were confused on, as they still tried, tried to learn who I was. And, you know, we grew that trust over the time. Oh, great. And then our final question for you tonight. So you're coaching at your alma mater. Uh, the soccer coach, the girls' soccer coach at Snohomish, is also coaching at her yeah. alma mater. That'd yeah, be your, yeah. wi- your wife, Brielle. 
who tends to give each other the most advice when it, when it comes to coaching? I mean, do you, do you kind of critique each other at home? I know different schools, different sports, but I'm sure you, uh, you've seen plenty of Snohomish soccer games and vice versa. Uh, what is that situation like? What's that dynamic like? I should ask. Yeah, she, I mean, she's my biggest supporter. She's, you know, best friend. I, I couldn't do this without her. And any coach's wife is an amazing person. We, we spend way too much time thinking of basketball. That's for sure. Um, you know, we, we, I, will help her during soccer season um and the fact that i will make her girls run and do different strength and conditioning stuff and then she's been she she's definitely a rock for a lot of my girls and they're able to to you know confide in her on things that us men don't understand quite about uh, high school athletics um our practice today was a bunch of energizer games and team bonding stuff and pretty much the whole thing was you know drawn up by her and told she told me exactly what i needed to do and um, you know, I don't, I'm not always great at listening to advice, but she definitely uh, has all of the advice and, um, knows exactly what she's talking about. So I, I, uh, I would say she definitely helps me more than I help her. Um, but don't tell her I said that. Much, but, <laughs> we, we might have um, to talk to her in the fall and find out a little more, but no, it sounds like it's a, it's a great dynamic for the two of you together and it's a complete family affair and it seems to be working. You guys are going to state. Yeah, t- total fi- family affair. You'll see my kids up in the stands. They're at practices. They're, you know, crazy running. They're jumping. They're, they, my kids help, help me with the high fives at the beginning of the game and staying with me during the pledge or national anthem. And, oh, yeah, we make it. We make sure it's a family affair because if it's not for the family, we're not. I'm not doing this job for sure. Well, very cool. Well, hey, again, congratulations on the success so far. Best wishes on Friday night, 6 p.m., at Arlington High School, a game, by the way, that Tom Lafferty, yes, you will be will. broadcasting yep. that night, a doubleheader from there, Snohomish and Garfield girls after. And uh, Seth, we're hoping to see you down at the Tacoma Dome in a little more than a week. Yeah, we're hoping for it, too. We're, we're preparing, and we're, we'll be ready for Friday night. Best wishes to you. Thank you so much. There you go. Seth Dodge, head coach of the Lake Stevens Vikings. Yeah, one, one team that's playing at Arlington, and now we're on to another. We will. A Let's te- do it next. Team that's going to be playing at Arlington, and they're also – Arlington High School. It's the Arlington Eagles boys coach, Nick Brown. There you go. Coming up next, Prep Sports Weekly on KRKL. At Move Fitness, our gyms are designed to keep you moving. From our energetic and fun classes to our motivated trainers and our state-of-the-art equipment. Don't miss our massive cardio floor with every possible option and no waiting. There's a reason we've been voted best gym year after year. But our top priority as we come to work every day is you. Giving you the cleanest facilities, the most dedicated team in fitness, and the best overall gym experience. So isn't it time to join the movement? To learn more and to get a free 7-day trial, go to MoveFitness.com. That's MUVFitness.com. Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletofEverett.com. That's ChevroletofEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Part of the Harnish Auto family. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. 
KRKO. We're Jet in Black. For over 80 years, we've been your locally owned and family operated appliance store. Shopping here is just different. You see, it starts with our appliance experts who are experienced in jobs of all sizes. So if you're remodeling your kitchen and looking for luxury or shopping for an entire apartment building and need durability, our team is trained to find the appliances you need at competitive prices. Judd and Black, your hometown appliance store, online at juddblack.com. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Prep Sports Weekend continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Well, you had a good time on Saturday night. I had a good time on Saturday night. This guy had a pretty good time on Saturday night. <laughs> the 3A District 1 champion? You, you think that that's a pretty good time? Pretty fun. The Arlington Eagles winning the 3A District 1 championship, the boys team uh, for that matter, and joining us right now, their head coach, Nick Brown. And Nick, how good of a time did you have on Saturday night? It was quite surreal. Um, it was a great time. It just it was very surreal. Uh, you know, it's been there a few times and one more than a few and haven't come out victorious. So it was really nice to have that win. And our guys just played so well and we're just real proud of them. Well, and it's kind of funny. Um, Tom starts off the interview by asking about how good of a time we had. The, the thing that stood out for me was I went and interviewed you on the floor right after the game for STSPN.com. We'll give Todd sure. Elvick a little sure. shout out there. Yeah. And I was expecting to see this huge smile on your face. and You, you look like you were spent. You look like you might have been yeah. a little bit worn out and tired. Is it, that a fair it, assumption? It's yeah, it, yeah. That's a very fair assumption. Um, you know, it's going into play. The the gauntlet we went through with Getchell and then Mount Vernon and then Terrace. It's it was a tough, a tough road, and <laughs> it's just a tough road. So, yeah, I think at the end it was kind of like okay, and I, I, you know, it was very surreal. Um, I wasn't really surprised. I wasn't underly surprised. It was just. I was surprised a little bit, but not overly. I, these guys are just incredible, you know. They just work so hard, and they set their mind to something, and they just go out and try and do it, and then here we were. Well, and there's so many fun storylines to this, and we'll, we'll kind of touch on them one by one here. First of all, district championship game last year, same two teams. Malik Terrace yeah. is the one seed. They beat you by 23. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people thought Malik Terrace the favorite again here. And they have the lead early, and okay, here we go again. You guys come back and get and get the victory. Now I know you guys obviously played them earlier this season as well in a very close game. How much did you talk during the week about last year's district championship game, and how much was it about getting a little revenge for that game? Um, I really don't think we talked much about that at all. Um, it was a different team last year for both teams, but it was a lot of the same. And we just kind of took one step at a time. It's like you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It was just you know, we just got to get through the first quarter, then the second quarter, and third, and the fourth. And, it was more of a, and I think, you know, I, I know we believed we could win, um, but I think that everyone else didn't really give us much of a shot. And it is a, it's a little disappointing, obviously, because we saw the seeding, but 
we really were playing for a lot, we felt. And we, we, we did. We did play for a lot. But, um, you know, we thought we'd get a little bit higher seed. So that was a little frustrating. But, um, but we, you know, we also wanted to get the, the championship because, you know, it's the first time in school history to do that. And it's really cool to do. And just awesome. It was just a fun experience. I think Tom and I both just had our eyes kind of raised. I looked at it. We made eye contact with each other. We're like, what? That, that's the first time you've won a, a district state uh, championship in school history? I think so. Oh, uh, wow. Don't quote me on that. And, and, and I know for me as a head coach, I've been there like five or six. That was our sixth time, and we've come up short every time. Um, I'm not sure if they did before. Don't, uh, you know what? Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, still, but I mean, I I, you guys have had so much success. You've been down to the Dome. It's awesome that you just got one then. Yeah, we you know we managed to get you know to the championship and come up short and get to the Dome and you know get to regionals quite a few times. But I don't think we – I don't see any <laughs> – there's no banners up there, so I, I'm kind of going by that. No banners, no trophies. Must not have happened. Right? There will be yeah. one now. <laughs> but, you know, you, you know, and I have to be careful because, you know, going back before, I, I'm pretty good on the history of up to 93, 92, and I have the books back to the 70s, but I just didn't see anything. So first time you guys have had a chance to cut down a net since you've been there. And, by the way, this was the other thing that was kind of cool – and almost to a man, everyone was bringing it up. I didn't even ask about it because I didn't really think about it that closely. But as I was going around the floor after the game interviewing your players, they kept bringing it up. They kind of talked about the revenge tour. It was all the three games you won this past week to get there. Marysville gets yeah. you. Mount Vernon, Mount Lake Terrace, all three of those teams beat you guys during the regular season. Your guys didn't forget. They uh, they kept receipts. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, it was not a – and I want to clarify, it wasn't like – you know, get those guys, but more like, a, hey, you know, we, we came up short, and we didn't do our best, and we wanted a chance to prove it again, and give it a shot, and it did pretty well. That's the beauty of sports, though, of right? I mean, that's that. that's the beauty of sports. I yeah. mean, you get a second chance to to, for, to, uh, to avenge a loss. I mean, that's we love to hear those stories. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was, uh, and looking at the path, you know, we knew that we would have to definitely take it step by step, because it was... You know, two of the top three of the two of the top three teams in the state are in our way, and you know, that was a tough, tough battle. So. Well, and what was interesting too is, and I had kind of forgotten about this until I went back and looked earlier today. You guys didn't exactly roll into the district playoffs on a roll. No, you know, you you like to have momentum coming into a playoff situation. I think a lot of us. I'll, I'll put my hand in the air, coach. I, I counted you guys out because you ended off your season with losses to Monroe and Shorecrest both by double digits, and everybody kept thinking, what's going on with Arlington? Why are they all of a sudden slipping? And yet here we are talking to you tonight. You won a district championship on Saturday. So what what did you say to the guys, or what happened in between those two games in the district playoffs? That kind of What was the secret ingredient, or was there one? Uh, I, well, oh, so go ahead, Tom. No, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, what's the secret ingredient? <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to worry about putting your hand in the air on that one. Um, <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh I, I honestly don't know. I just I think that this group is uh, resilient and they have a lot of grit. And you know, you hear that word used a lot nowadays, grit. But we've talked about it for a long time, and these guys have, uh, you know, and, and my staff is just phenomenal. And we didn't really talk much about it. You know, we uh, we don't really dwell on the past. We we obviously looking at those, some of those losses we've had this year really did not help us. I mean, you know, we were talking as a staff the, the losses to Bothell and. Those two at the end did not help us with our RPI for sure, um, but you know we couldn't do anything about it. And 
I think that uh, I don't, you know, I don't have any excuses for. I think Monroe. I know they, they told me they played their best. <laughs> Short Crest told me they played. Their, you seem to get that out of teams. They, you know, they, I, I I have a lot of teams tell me God, we played. We've never played like that before, and um, we know that the Monroe team was really excited to beat us, and you know we were, you know, <laughs> sad to lose, but they were. They brought it. They were. You were there, Tom. You saw yep. them, and yep. they were. Uh, they're on a different level that night, and they stood around quite a long time and talking about the victory. They left, and it was a very big win for them. And you know, being on the end of it, we've you know, I've had the other, I've been on the other end of those things. We're up in that guy, and, but you know, they they played well. And then Shortcrest came out, and we played it played a match Shortcrest, and they just seemed tall and longer than ever. And every shot went in, and they played really, really well. And I don't think we played very well in those two games, but that's not taking anything from them. I think they made us not play very well. Um, we struggled with their length, and uh, we struggled with their pressure, and just didn't didn't come out to play the way we usually play. Um, I think we tried to, just didn't happen, and then you know it got down to the the end there with the three game run that we had, and <laughs> who knows? I, I I can't explain it. I, I can't explain it. <laughs> I'm trying to, but I'm not able to. No, well, that's the beauty. You don't need to. You got the W and you got the district championship. Speaking of playing at their best, how about this for a stat, first of all? District semifinal game, Mount Lake Terrace holds Shorecrest as a team to 27 points in the game. Saturday night, one player, Leighton Martin, scores 18 points in the fourth quarter against that same team. Talk about your junior point guard. <laughs> I mean, what is what is that all about? I mean, that was that's a defense a team that doesn't give up a lot of points. He took that team and he kind of I wouldn't say he put it on his shoulders because Jacoby and and Cooey and those other guys played a big role there. But Leighton Martin, my goodness, on during that fourth quarter, he was something else. I don't know what to say. He is. Uh, I was talking to Terry Don the other night. You know, Terry played for us. He's one of the all time greats. So. Ever played at Arlington, and I just said, you know, this Leighton is really, really special. He says, <laughs> I know. And, uh, you know, I have Drew Bryson on my staff, and there's always a kind of, and Ethan Martin, Leighton's older brother, and Terry Don, and, you know, there's some players that we've had that have been pretty good, and, you know, there's always a conversation of who was the best. And I don't want to say that anything right now yet, cause it's a little early, but he's definitely on his road to be there, um, to, you know, to, to put on a uniform. He's really, really good, and he's smart. Uh, off the charts smart he's in class he's smart he's i have him as a, as a student and uh he i have to kind of change the, the the way we do things a little bit because you're not sure where it's going to go and it goes that way and you know he, he does things on his own sometimes and rightfully so he he has to have that freedom um and he involves if it was just him that's one thing but he involves his other team his teammates so well um and so that's where it's kind of fun to watch. It's not kind of fun. It's really fun to watch. And time to know when to sit back. I think it's kind of one of the things this year that's been really surprising to me is I've, that I've taken a little different approach this year. Um, I'm more relaxed, I guess. I guess the best way to put it. I'm not so worrying about things that I, I'm usually worried about because I think I need to do that with this group. And uh, so far it's, it's, it's worked sometimes and not every time, but it's worked a lot of times it seems. And, we are, but yeah, Leighton is phenomenal. He's a he's the everyone knows he can shoot and he can score, but his passing and his rebounding are what's just amazing to me. You know, who else gets a gold star for you guys is the um, your trainer getting Cooey back out there. Yeah, Billy's an incredible young man. He uh, 
he he's a big boy and uh he's a he's a pleaser he wants to do what's right you know i know he knows how great it is to play with his teammates and uh, they really respect him and they really appreciate him um you know jake and jacoby and Leighton and all those guys they they kind of like every time he gets a rebound they all kind of hit on him just to kind of like hit him just to make him make the put back and that's that's a dedication to him to be, help him improve the final season. He's improved on his finishing much, much, much improvement since the start of the year. Yeah, the thing with him is now that he's finishing, you see Leighton looking for him down court more now. And you guys did that a few times during, during that Mount Vernon game in the semifinals. And Leighton was throwing dimes to him and Cooey was getting down the court. I thought, ooh, now that they got this going. Didn't, I wasn't seeing this earlier in the year. Maybe I just didn't go to the right game, but I, I wasn't. No, you saw it. It wasn't as successful. It was, <laughs> the ball was going out of bounds, and he wasn't catching it. And I think it was some ill-advised. But looking back on it now, it was pretty well advised because it's, you know, Billy's making the catches now. The passes are getting in the right spot at the right time. They're going. We talked about passing over the trees instead of through the trees, and uh, I think we've done a better job of that. But yeah, it's it's. Nice to watch Billy. I mean, he's he's a big kid, but he can move pretty fast on the court. I know a couple a couple of the uh, post players have had a hard time keeping up with him up and down. Hey, I wanted to ask you another question too, and you, you've touched upon it a couple times during the interview already. And just to put it out there, so nobody thinks I'm blindsiding you with this one, you and I did talk off the air about this, so you kind of know what's coming here a little bit. You mm-hmm. win, you win a district championship. You need to be in the top eight to be guaranteed a spot in the Tacoma Dome. I even saw, I think it was Evan's rankings, who does his rankings out of the east side of the state. He was projecting. He thought maybe you guys would, would get the number eight seed after winning the district championship. You end up getting the number 11 seed. I'm, I'm going to give you the floor, kind of have you go in whatever direction you want with it, but talk a little bit about that and how frustrating it is. You guys do run the table in your district playoffs. You beat the team that's ranked number two in the RPI, or ranked number one, I guess, going into the game. And here we are talking about you needing a win on Saturday night to get to the Tacoma Dome. Talk just a little bit for a moment about that, and what do we need to do to fix that? Yes, I know it's a hard job. Whoever has to do it, um, I've known several people on that committee, you know, here and there throughout, and I know it's tough, difficult. And I do believe that people are there representing us and fighting for us. Um, I just don't know if it's you know heard very well by everyone else. Uh, and again, you know, who knows? Maybe we are the 12th, maybe we're the 18th team. But I do think that winning it, it just seems, I was told, we've been told that, you know, winning a district championship means more. And it's gonna, they're going to try and protect that and reward that. And, again, we were rewarded by being, you know, I, I could see, say, well, you're lucky to be number 11. But I feel like, you know, winning it and doing the possible win, you know, because Mount Vernon was ranked really high when we beat them, and they're really, really good. And tennis is obviously, you know, they're – see the best, and, and they're really good, and, and I, they're defensively, they are so tough, and I wouldn't argue that they're number one. I think they they are, but we, you know, we, we managed to get them, and we managed to, anyway, I just didn't feel like we were rewarded that way, and I don't want to go too far into it. I, I talked sure. earlier about it, but I don't want to, because I, I do know it's hard, it's a hard job. It's not an easy task, um, but I do, if anything we heard about that, you know, voice of reason would be. Well, if we're going to protect the number, the, you know, the, the district champions, and let's protect, let's protect them. Yeah, we keep tweaking it every year and hope, or every couple of years, and still haven't quite gotten it right yet. It's getting closer, but yeah, you're absolutely right. But let's talk about what we do know. Uh, we know you're going to play the winner of Kelso versus Marysville Getchell. They're playing on Tuesday. They're playing tomorrow down in Kelso. Obviously, you know Getchell pretty well. How much do you know Kelso? Uh, a lot better. Um, uh, without saying too much, I watched quite a few of their games this weekend. And uh, 
I'm familiar with the, the program. Um, we've played it before, played it in the summer, and we have a pretty, I mean, I, I know as much as I would know um, for the team that, you know, we haven't seen a lot that we're going to play that we would take seriously. Um, and I'm not done yet, but as of right now, and I have a staff that's really, really good. Who, you know, my assistant Drew Bryson, he's phenomenal. He just he really gets into the, the scouts. So I did mine yesterday. I kind of put mine together that he's going to do his, and we'll probably just kind of go in front of the boys and give us give them each. And, and Jeff Bryson too will do his, and I got Judd Hunter who will do his. And so we all kind of watch it on our own and bring back what we have. And uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna run man and zone on us. We know that, I know that looking from the offensive end, and Drew's going to have to look at him from the defensive end and see what they're going to have to do to stop him. They have a really, really good player named Yorn who scored 40 the other night, and they have they play about six or seven kids, depending on the day, and uh, they lost a big six, six eight kid. I can't, I'm not sure how big he was. He's a Division One football player. He towards ACL, so he's out. He was, he's been out there for a while. So we've been playing pretty well without him. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going to look at film with it. My group is so smart. Knowing them, they've probably already watched two or three games on their own. <laughs> good chance that you're, uh, well, not a good chance. You are going to be playing for the third straight year. Your first quote-unquote state game is going to be on your home gym, Arlington High School. Pros and cons to that, I suppose. I know there are coaches out there who have been very open at the fact that they don't like playing in high school gyms at all. They want you guys to have an experience that feels more like we're in a college environment or we're you know at a dome or at, you know, in a pavilion or in an arena, good thing that you're playing at Arlington High School, or would you rather be playing somewhere else on Saturday? That's a really good question. Uh, we play at home. I mean, I can see people going, are you kidding me right now? You play at home. What are you, what are you complaining about? <laughs> and I'm not complaining at all. Right, and right. The uh, So I'm really, you know, I think that We've had experiences where these kids have gone to state last year. They went to Tacoma Dome, and we've been to regionals for the last several years. I went to Tacoma Dome way back in 13. So it's been, you know, we've, last year we went up, obviously. So it's, it's that getting away and getting the cool experience is not as important as it has been in the past. Um, if it gives a better chance to get to Tacoma, obviously. Because um, going to regionals one week and then going trying to flip around and going to state next week is it's like two state trips. It's pretty tough. And now, obviously, you're only playing one game in regionals, but. You know, we went to Battleground one year, one year. We went to Spokane one year. It's tough to get over there and come back. And, and you know, it's a hostile environment. And we lost both those games. So that was a tough, that was a tough loss, a tough road back. So, you know, Tom Royce is great. He puts his, you know, he puts our name in the hat. And we get drawn and, you know, we get a, we get a home site. So and having the girls be really good helps us with that. So, you know, it, we can say what we want, but it is a lot about money and saving money. So it makes, it makes financial sense. For the state, yeah, your your fans like it, I'm sure. So it'll yeah. that'll be good. Well, then we should remind everybody too. 6 p.m. on Saturday, if you want to get up there, and uh, three games that day too. So plenty of opportunities yeah, to I watch just, basketball. I I just want to give like you know a shout out to everybody on the, on our team. I mean, sure, please do. Just, you know, plays really good defense. He's he's really you know the garbage guy. And Jake Willis playing some of the best defense in the in the state right now, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, you know, Silas Miller's hurt, but he's coming off the bench and shooting when he can. And Kate Hunter is really picking up the, the slack. So having Silas and Kate, um, both of them are not feeling the best, and they're a little bit hobbled, but they're playing their hearts out, and it's really fun watching them play. And again, like I said, I feel bad for Silas as a senior, but he's giving us what he can, we can, and uh, it's nice having them. And Big Billy, of course, is just 
Big Billy. It's great to have him around, <laughs> and Ryan Miller's backing him up and doing a great job. And then uh, you got, I got some. I got my guys that are practicing every day: Hudson and um, Eli and Mac and Mav, and they're just doing a super job. I just kind of so they gave it. But I wanted to can also mention that Jackson Trotter's come on really good at the end. Mm-hmm. Like he's really played a, a key role in us lately, and um, he was a little bit, you know, trying to find his way in the start of the year, but he's done a good job. And I think I was talking when you first started doing that. Who did you say was the garbage man? I want to make sure we got that name out there. Uh, well, I got a couple of them. Jacoby Failer definitely is. He kind of goes in, does a lot of dirty work. As, as does Ryan Miller. He kind of goes in there and bangs around. You know, Billy gets a lot of the recognition, but Ryan does a really good job of doing things for us in practice and games. And Failer, by the way, three threes on Saturday night, too, in that victory. So nice game for him all around. Again, yeah. Coach, great job this year. I know, like I said, it's been kind of a roller coaster for you. Going to the uh, the district tournament with a couple of double-digit losses. You come out, out with three wins over teams that had previously beaten you this year. And now you're uh, one game away from getting back to the Tacoma Dome. So uh, outstanding job for you and the Arlington Eagles. Uh, always good to talk to you, my friend. Congratulations. And we're uh, we're hoping to see you back in Tacoma in a week. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for all you do for high school basketball. There we go, Nick Brown. Nick Brown playing at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Immediately after that game, two Lalep Heritage boys are playing at 8 o'clock on Saturday. We should talk about them. We should. We should talk to their head coach. Let's do it. Sean Sanchi coming up next. Prep Sports Weekly on KRKO. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. This is one of the most important documents you'll ever hold. When people touch it and read it for the first time, they're usually shocked and in disbelief. For example, on one page it reads, Imagine a place where you can get your favorite morning nourishment anytime. All your favorites. French toast, meat and eggs, omelets, waffles, breakfast skillets. You won't be denied. It's the all-day, anytime breakfast. It's hard to believe, almost like a miracle. So head to one of the 12 Buzz End Steakhouses. Once you touch that menu, your life will change for the better. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. KRKO. Are you or a loved one in need of a total knee replacement surgery? Everett Bone and Joint, part of ProLiance Surgeons, is proud to offer the latest in robotic-assisted surgery with the Corey Robot at our Ambulatory Surgery Center. With this cutting-edge technology, our experienced surgeons can provide faster healing times and better outcomes. And with a personalized approach to care, you can trust that you're getting the best treatment possible. Don't let knee pain hold you back any longer. Visit us online, ebjproliancesurgeons.com, to learn more about our robotic-assisted total knee replacement surgery and schedule a consultation today. 
For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Prep Sports Weekly continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Let's talk about Talela Parody. Yeah, I'm excited about this. We haven't yeah. had a chance to talk to them about their basketball program in the past. And the Tulela Heritage Hawks having a really nice season. 15-8. and eight. They go into the weekend as the number 9 seed in 1B boys basketball. First time they've been to state in five years. First year head coach who happens to be an alum. Played for this team back in 2014. Sean Sanchi joining us right now. Coach Sanchi, uh, congratulations on the success. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, tell us a little bit about this team. First of all, uh, now first year head coach, but you were on the uh, the you were on the uh, the bench for a couple years prior to that, correct? Yeah, yeah, a lot of lot of history, so it's pretty cool, pretty cool story we got. Yeah, always fun when you get to go back and coach at your alma mater. So, what has that been like for you in year number one? And did you kind of see some of the success coming? What did you uh, think in terms of coming into the season, knowing what you had returning? Was this kind of the expectation all along, or is it safe to say maybe you've even exceeded it to a certain extent? Um, yeah, you know, I, I did have the expectations. You know, I, I kind of knew who was coming in and um, who we had there, you know, and I, I saw the potential. And I always hold uh, to, to a high bas- uh, basketball standard. So, you know, it, it all came down to the boys and their buy-in, you know, my coaching staff helping out. And so kind of just seeing that all come together, you know, I would say – we're kind of exceeding um, the expectation from everybody. But, you know, like I mentioned, it's something that I've always knew we had the potential to be here. And I told the boys from the beginning, you know, you buy in, you work hard, you believe in yourself, you believe in us, believe in the program. You know, we're going to be there at the end of the year. So it's look- really special for us to, to see it happening. Yeah, I love it. And now your class of 2014, is that correct? Yes. So, no, I was going back and just looking a minute ago. If I'm seeing this correctly, it looks like you guys finished sixth in state that year. Does that sound right? Yeah. So, having played for this team and having had a chance to play for, and take a team to state as a player, I've got to think that that kind of helps with the, the wording and the message getting across to the guys. When you're talking to them, it's not just some you know buddy who they hired to and gave a whistle to to coach them. This is somebody who's been in their shoes, who's had success at this level. I, I've got to think that that goes a long ways in trying to get through to these guys and to help them get to where they're going. Yeah, for sure. You know, we've had um, plenty of those conversations throughout the year of just my experiences and you know what it takes to get there. You know, and even when you're going through troubles throughout the year. Right, that's kind of what we ran into once we made it to state my senior year. Is uh, you know we were the number one team, and we get over there and things kind of fell through the cracks. So, you know, just talking to them on that on that point that, you know, we've had a fight through adversity. So, it, it, it is pretty special for them to hear that coming from me. Um, you know, just like you mentioned. No, oh, definitely. Fifteen and eight uh, throughout the season. You uh, 
you defeated Muckleshoot Tribal the other day for the final game of the district playoffs. What was your expectation going into Sunday? Did you kind of have a feeling for where your team might be seated? Did you were you thinking top eight? Were you thinking lower, or did they get it right about where you thought it would be? Um, taking third, I, I kind of figured that's where we would be at. Um, but I was hoping for us to sneak in that top eight. I knew it was a possibility. Uh, I'm sure there were conversations about us kind of sneaking in there. Uh, but we had a rough start to the to the year, and so we've bounced back a lot. So Nice. And the nice thing about a number nine seed is you get to stay closer to home. You're playing up at Arlington Saturday night, 8 o'clock, if anybody wants to go check this team out. What kind of a team are we seeing if we go to watch the Tulane La Heritage Hawks? Who are some of the key players we should watch that night? Uh, some of the key players throughout the year that have been consistent. Uh, we have a freshman, J.J. Gray. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete, uh, great vision on the floor. We have a senior point guard, Tano Guzman. Uh, really kind of, uh, kind of gets things going for us and sets the tone. Um, we have a team full of shooters. We're fast. We have Takala, Hazen, Amari, and we got uh, two guys that work super hard down low in the paint. Adrian and Damon. So we're kind of, like I said, we're a fast team. We work really hard, and we just continue to grind. That's, that's what's been all year for us. You gave us quite a few names there. Is it fair to say it's kind of a deep team then? It's not just a four- or five-man team? You guys go into the bench a little bit as well? Uh, yeah, we have a good uh, rotation, and you know we kind of stick to that. We try to stick to that, right? At the end of the year, you kind of get things dialed in. You know your players who gel together, and you know, as the game goes on, you see different looks that you can take advantage of. And those are kind of the main guys that we rely on to take us to the next level. Yeah, and we should point out, too, we mentioned you're playing on Saturday night. We do not know who you're playing yet. It's uh, There's a game tomorrow night between Columbia Adventist, which I believe is down in the battleground area. They're going to be hosting Mount Vernon Christian. The winner of that game gets to play you guys. You know Mount Vernon Christian. You just played them 13 days ago, and you beat them by six. Do you know much about Columbia Adventist, and how do you get prepared for your game? Is somebody going down to Battleground? I'm guessing you're probably not going to be making that trip, or are you making that trip tomorrow? No, that that's a long trip. Yeah, so I, I've got a few, you know, a few friends that reached out down that way and kind of gave me a, a scouting report on them. Um, a couple of their shooters and one of their guys that plays hard and cuts through passing lanes on defense. And um, after our practice tomorrow, me and my boys and coaches we're going to meet up and watch that game to do a little scouting of our own together. The the nice thing is having the luxury of uh, watching those games on uh, as they're as they're being played on streams, right? So you're streaming the game tomorrow and getting ready for it. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, great opportunity for us to, to see that. Absolutely. Hey, before we let you go, too, we do want to have you mention your coaching staff. Who do you have helping you this year? So I have Alan Enoch and Joe Brady. Two guys that have been with you for a while, or where did uh, what, what's the background there? Yeah, so Alan, uh, we grew up together. You know, he's like a brother to me, and you know, special to have him, you know, on the bench with me there and uh, sharing his knowledge. He spent a lot of time coaching outside of high school with uh, the younger kids and bringing them up into tournaments throughout uh, the state here. And Joe, he's he's actually from Lummi. He played there at Lummi Nation High School. And uh, he's with one of my cousins. It's like a sister to me, so kind of special there as well as he gets to join me and bring his knowledge and uh, more aspect of the game. He's He's been coaching for a while, and he was coaching my daughter as well. So it's a kind of full-circle community. 
coaching staff that we got. That's what it's all about. We love to hear it. Well, again, Tulila Perdic having a great season so far. If you get that victory on Saturday, you end up heading over to Spokane for the the bigger tournament, if you will, over at the Spokane Arena, which begins the following week. So, uh, again, Sean, thanks for coming on tonight. Great to meet you. And I think I, I can't speak for you, Tom, over there, but I think I'm going to no. try to catch that game on yep. Saturday night. So yep. I think we're going to be in attendance and looking forward to seeing the Hawks. So thanks for uh, sharing your uh, your knowledge about your team with us, and we're going to be rooting for you guys on Saturday night. Congratulations. All right. Thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing you guys. There you go. Head coach of, of the Toledo Heritage Hawks. Of his alma mater, too. So that's always kind of a cool story. It sounds like he's got some close connections there, obviously. And, uh, yeah, the ninth seed. So in theory, I mean, they, they'll be favored in that game. I mean, obviously sure. they barely beat Mount Vernon Christian the last time around by six. So could be a good game. And if Columbia Adventist wins, then maybe they're even better. Who knows? So could be a fun game to watch. Today's show brought to you by Marysville Toyota, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Blue Dental and Wellness, Dave and Buster's, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance, and Allstate, Glass by Lund, Everett Bona Joint, Kia of Everett, Smoky Point Concrete, Move Fitness, the Shop Tire Pros, Buzz In Steakhouse, Judd Black Appliance, Chevrolet of Everett, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Procure Mortgage, and by Screen Printing Northwest. And who did we have on the show tonight, Steve? We had three different high school basketball coaches on with us tonight. Seth Dodge, who is the girls coach at Lake Stevens High School. Nick Brown, the boys coach at Arlington. And then our final segment there that just wrapped up a moment ago. Sean Sanchi, the head coach for the boys at Tulila Heritage. So all playing loser out games this All weekend. playing loser out games. In fact, another loser out game tomorrow night. Good luck to the Marysville Getchell Chargers. They head down to take on Kelso, a Tuesday night game on that play-in game on the 3A side. Winner playing Arlington. Right. So we might see one of those teams there, too. <laughs> there you go. And we will be with you on Friday night. No Silver Tips game this on Friday night this unusual. week. Unusual. Very unusual. So we will have a doubleheader. It'll be the uh, Lake Stevens Vikings and the Skyview Storm. Girls. At 6 o'clock, girls. And then the girls game between the defending state champion 3A Garfield Bulldogs and the Snohomish Panthers. That's three versus six right there, too. That's going to be a really interesting game. That they will both be. will be, but I mean, that one in particular, woo. Yeah. Powerhouses. Yeah. And both those games at Arlington High School, we'll have them for you right here on KRKO. Back to back. Back to back to back. So there you go. And we will be back with you next week on Monday night. For Steve Willits, I'm Tom Lafferty. We'll see you on Friday for basketball and the next Monday for Press Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. Good night from Everett. KRKO Everett, K237 GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO. Frustrations Come be
Living years. K R K O. 